Guys, it's me. Can you believe it? I'm back. I'm back for what could be the final installment of Whole Lot of Nothing. So strap yourselves in. Uh, I know it's been a long time. Deja vu. I say that every single time, but welcome back. I'm very excited to be here and we have a lot to catch up on. So I'm going to dive straight in. No dilly-dallying today. I've actually just had a pretty wild morning, Um, but that's a whole other story that I can get into later. So I wanted to start with a little update. How are you guys? How are you going? I don't even know if anyone's still here. Um, I've definitely dropped off the horse. Is that? Do you drop off the horse? I don't know. You know, if you are still around, (laughs) thank you so much for listening. Um, Yeah, I want to know what's going on with you guys. For me, if you're wondering, a few things have gone on since the last time we spoke. I'm actually moving to Japan on Tuesday and it is Thursday at the moment. So that's, you know, relatively crazy, (laughs) making me a little bit nervous, but I'm very excited. And yeah, I had my 21st um maybe last week or something two weeks ago which was so much fun it was one of the best birthdays I've had in you know a very long time it was just with all my favorite people and it was so much fun I thought I should let you guys know that I did try and get up on the stage at Sea Paradiso essentially um he the DJ had a bunch of people dancing behind him and I obviously took it upon myself to get up there screaming it's my birthday let me up on stage and the security said you can come up but only for 30 seconds (laughs) so um that's exactly what I did I got up and I danced and when 30 seconds was up you best believe he tapped me on the shoulder and said get off but um it was yeah really really fun I think I was in bed by a very reasonable hour which was a nice way to turn a new leaf for the new age um what else happened I went to I went down south Harry came over from Wollongong and we had the best 10 days ever it was so much fun did a lot of things went uh, rock climbing guys being serious I went bouldering um and I have the battle scars to prove it but it was so much fun I enjoyed it I enjoyed it a lot I also finished uni that felt bloody amazing um to finish a semester is <laughs> a harder thing for some, and I am some, but I did it. And whether or not I will continue with this course, who knows. But one semester down, and I feel like I kind of slayed it. I sort of butchered one of the last essays, but who actually cares? Who actually cares? Look, that's about it for me. Every day I've just been on the grind, I've been working. And I've sold my car, which is quite an emotional um, goodbye. But it's time. It's time to say goodbye to that little Subi that's taken me, that's gotten me onto the Facebook worst, Perth's worst drivers page. It got me there. (laughs) If you guys don't know, I was posted on Perth's worst drivers Facebook um, for my reckless driving. But you know what? Can anyone else say they've made that claim to fame? No. So I get recognized on the street for it all the time. Um, today, 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 today's episode, I wanted to do something, I guess, 
21 themed. So initially I was going to do 21 of my favorite things. But I actually don't think I have 21 favorite things. <laughs> I tend to, um, if I like a person's music, I will listen to just their music. And if I like a show, I will just watch that show. But I did manage to find 21 things. However, I'm not going to sit here and just babble 21 things to you that you don't care about. So I had another idea. I wrote these a couple days ago, so we don't actually really know what they say. But I thought today I would do 21 things that I have learnt this past year. Yes, so I found 21 things, 21 life lessons for this year, and I thought that I would share them with you guys, maybe to get a new perspective, maybe to learn something you didn't know, and maybe encourage you to think of 21 things that you've learnt this past year as we come to the end of 2023. I can't believe it's 2024 next year. That's actually very scary, but I get so scared by things like that, so I'm not going to get into it, but I have 21 things here in front of me and I'm going to get straight into it. So here we go. Have a snack with you. This might take a while. Okay, guys, number one, I've written, it's okay to not have everything figured out. So this is a cliche. Everyone's heard it before, but my God, I think that is what I have learned the most this year if I'm going to take anything from it. Obviously, you guys know the start of the year was a shit show for me. I was all over the place mentally and uni was just the biggest flop ever, but literally why does it matter? And I don't want to get, you know, philosophical here and you guys be like, what is she actually talking about? But why does it actually matter what we do with our life every day? Why do we compare ourselves to the stereotype and and think that we need to like hit these marks at certain points? You know, I need to have a career by this age, need to have a lifelong partner by this age, need to blah, blah, blah. What the hell is up with that? That is so just outdated and random. And, you know, I work at this cafe where a bunch of people come in who have office jobs and they're pretty young, like some of them. I just think, man, like if that's what you're up to and that's what you want to do, go for it. Go for it. I'd love to be dressed up in a little suit. And well, I'm sure they do a lot more than that, but I'd love to be corporate. However, you know, if you haven't done all the things you want to do, this is the time. This is the time to do it. Go crazy. Um, I saw something on Instagram about being in your rot era. Um, and I was inspired by that. Why don't we let ourselves rot for a second? Go out, go crazy, do some crazy things you know, what's the big deal? If you don't have one now, it's like kind of embarrassing if it comes a bit later. Even though I've just been saying there's no timeline for anything, I don't know, I don't want to be 40 and having my party stage. So I'm having it right now. And if you want to join me, Sophie and I will be going out on Saturday night and we have no plans, so everyone's invited. (laughs) Okay, number two. (laughs) Guys, I don't know why this is so high up in the list. It has been on my mind. But I have written that I have sensitive armpits. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Let me give you some context. This one's for anyone that, you know, uses a hair removal process. Um, I've been through it. 
with my hair removal process, guys. I've once had something very embarrassing happen to me at Priceline where the person at the checkout literally called me out in front of everyone for using this product that, like, you know, they didn't like, but it was kind of an embarrassing, a bit of a taboo product, and he's actually, or they've just said it in front of the whole line. Um, But that was something that I like to block out of my memory. What I'm talking about is that I used to shave my armpits and I would get like this rash from shaving and it was so uncomfortable obviously and it also just looked disgusting. So then I thought right I'll give waxing a try Um, and I think there's another one down the line about waxing but let's just talk armpits only. She's bloody ripped off my skin hasn't she? This girl was having the worst morning of her life and when I went in there she was literally I don't know on on the tipping point and when she laid me down on the thing she accidentally dropped something and she started crying so I already knew I was in for a real treat um I said don't worry like you know just get me over and done with and she ripped off my skin on my armpits so I'm in agony no I'm not it's okay now but I need you guys I know that laser hair removal is a thing but I probably can't afford that also I just don't think they do that in Japan if you have any other ideas of what I can do maybe just grow it out and be free but if you have any recommendations please let a girl know because I'm not doing well okay let's move on swiftly number three dyeing your hair is a risky game I never want to dye my hair again The first time I dyed my hair, I was 15 or 16, and it has just never been the same since. I've had some really, really awful hair colors. I've had orange, green, red, black, um, all unintended, and I just need to stop. I need to relax. I think I have this, um, what is it, like complex where I need to like change something about me every probably one week to feel stimulated and I am gonna stop that now also the haircut is not good if you're gonna cut your hair short just know that you're not gonna have your normal hair back for a long time mine has not grown and I'm not into it anymore (laughs) not to be you know a downer but it's uh awful and it's just not a nice color and I'm gonna never touch it again that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you shouldn't dye hair. I'm just saying it's a risky process. And if you're going to use your box dyes, just be prepared for the worst. Okay, number four is that I actually do not look good in sunglasses. Sunglasses, you know, a lot of people can rock them and it's a part of their brand. Sophie, she is sunglass girl. She has sunnies on all the time and it looks great. So does Imi, my other best friend. But I have never found a pair that sits on my face normally. I think I have some sort of like lopsided nose because they're they're always lopsided on my face and they also just look terrible. So I've decided instead of continuing to try and try over again, I ain't never going to wear sunglasses again. If you guys have the same problem with the lopsided nose, let me know what works for you. I'll give it one more go, but I've wasted so much money on buying sunglasses that I never wear. I'd rather squint. I would rather squint and probably burn my eyes, my retinas. Okay, 
Number five. Uh, we're going back to a bit more of a wholesome one. Your friends and family will always be there when you get back. This is a nice little one, um, kind of a side story, but my flight on Tuesday is at 5.55 p.m. And the angel numbers 555, like, signify turning a new chapter and, like, breaking free from your everyday and being risky. And I loved that because moving to Japan is probably, like, one of the biggest things I've done. Seasons in Australia is not that scary, to be honest. Um, But, you know, I think your biggest thing is like, oh, I'll be missing out on things and, you know, people will move on or whatever. No, I can confidently say that I've moved away three times. One of them, well, two and a half times. Rottenness isn't that far. But every time I've come back, everything's been the same. Obviously, people grow and it's great to see how people have changed, like, individually but everyone's still going to be there when you get back all your favorite places are still going to be there and you're not missing out on much you know you've just got to seize the day if you're scared about taking that leap just go for it go for it like I was saying before this is the time this is the reckless period of your life go nuts okay number six I've written here letting yourself rest on off days is the best remedy Um, If you're someone like me who is maybe overly productive and you just run yourself into the ground because that's just like the only way I can live my life. I don't think I've ever relaxed ever. If you're feeling tired and you're feeling stressed out, there is nothing better than to just stop and just take the day off. If you have a day off and, you know, you're planning to get up at six and do all these crazy things, don't, don't, don't set an alarm. what was that? Sleep in, enjoy it, don't plan anything because I've been feeling so burnt out and I know that other people have the same problem where you just feel so burnt out and you can't stop because you feel so lazy if you don't. This is me telling you that letting yourself rest is the best way to get back on it, you know, in the fastest way to get back on it because if you just keep going, things deteriorate. I'm running through these pretty fast. Number seven, I've written, holidays are probably less expensive than a weekend out. Okay, so as I was saying, when Harry came over, we went down south. It was only for a few days, you know, booked out a chalet, went camping. And I think a lot of the time when you're home for a long period of time, you know, I've lived in Perth like a year now, you, you feel so trapped in your everyday routine and then you're like, oh, I just wish I could get away for the weekend. I just wish I could go, you know, even just down south or up north for just two days. And you just never do because you're like, oh, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. Blah, blah, blah. It's too hard. But then I'll speak for myself. I go out on the weekend and I spend $200, $300. Okay. It's shameful, but this is an open room, open space. And that money, I probably would have spent a lot less than that if I had just gone on that trip down south which would have been a lot nicer and also a nice getaway to stop the routine from being so boring so if you're one of those people guys come on come on be realistic it's not that expensive and it will get you away from embarrassing yourself at sea parody so for the 10th time in 10 weeks you know what I'm saying okay next one Mascara is overrated and annoying. (laughs) 
I wrote these, like, I don't know what I was on when I wrote these. But it's true. I'm off it. This one's also just for my mascara users. But guys, can we all just like mutually agree to never wear it? Because I'm obviously going to wear it if everyone else has it on. Because then I'm going to look like I don't have any eyelashes. But if we all take a stand, life would be a lot better. Mascara sucks. It's crusty as. And when you go, like, you can't just, you can't rub your eyes. You can't do anything. Apparently rubbing your eyes is really bad. Look, that one might not hit as hard for anyone. But I'm taking a stand against mascara. I'm not wearing it again. <laughs> well, yeah. As for the moment, I'm on strike. Okay, number nine. Riding a bike is really fun and freeing. Freeing, yes it is. As you know, I picked up a bike from Taylor's house a few months ago and it was so much fun. I haven't ridden a bike for a long time except for, you know, in Rottnest or whatever. I just didn't have a bike and I was always driving and there's no need. There's no need. Riding a bike is great exercise, especially when you live at the top of a hill. It can be brutal, but riding down the hill, wow, wow. If you have a bike, go get it all fixed up. I know my friend Alice has started riding her bike to work. What a beautiful thing. And it's summer. No excuses. No excuses. Plus, the petrol's nuts. It's a very efficient way of getting around. And cheap. Okay, number 10. (laughs) This is a big deal to me to be saying out loud. But I actually really like country music. Okay? And... I have had a hatred for Ed Sheeran for a lot of years. Is he country? I don't know. He's probably like a hybrid country pop. But I hate it. I hate it. They play country music at work and we have to set a limit on it because I can't handle it. It sucks. But then something has switched in my brain and I can't stop listening to Shania Twain. (laughs) The rhyme. That was too much. Shania Twain is... She's really good, isn't she? She's very good. Some people might argue she's not country, but then you'd be lying. She is. And I just love it. I love it. It's so calming and nice. And if you are someone that just ruled it out, give it another go. I'm feeling open with my music taste. I recently got rid of all these songs and now I only have like 400 or 500 cycling through and Spotify just plays the same one every time you hit shuffle. It's awful. So Shania Twain, I'm coming for you. Okay, number number 11. We're halfway. (laughs) If you're still here, hi. (laughs) So number 11. Fremantle is home to thousands of secondhand shops now. I had no idea. Me and Sophie went the other day, Sophie and I, and there were about six... You know where the plaza is? Um near well I guess it's near time zone yes it is near time zone the plaza there with the little fairy shop is now filled with these secondhand shops and Sophie and I went ballistic in there um I bought two jumpers and I bought a bunch of things she also did really well I'm not a very good influence on her but guys if you haven't seen them they are so good and you really really need to go like if you're going to take anything from this podcast go to those shops they're madness I love them we also went to the second life 
vintage markets um, in the city. That one that was on the Horseshoe Bridge. That was really, really fun. If they have those, definitely go because I always think that they're going to be overpriced and there is a lot of overpriced things. But then you can also find some gems. And these places in Frio had so much. It was just such nicely curated things that obviously were found in an op shop but they were they've in such good quality and they're a pretty reasonable price i mean some things weren't but you can definitely find some goodies and all of the people they're just pop-up shops so all of those people are the people that run you know at the markets and things definitely go check that out um number 12 (laughs) number 12 is that my fear of the dark is irrational and i should probably get over it because i'm 21 I have had a fear of the dark for a long time. It's not that bad. It comes and goes. But recently, me and the girls, we went and saw the movie Foe, which is not a horror. It's just a sci-fi movie. But it was so scary that as soon as I dropped Sophie off, I was terrified of driving alone in my car just in case someone was going to jump out of the boot. Like, that's, that's, that's just over the top. You know, that's irrational. That's not going to be a productive way to live my life. I ran inside my house. I couldn't deal with being out the front. (laughs) I scurried to the bathroom and turned all the lights on. Like, you know, I'm an adult. I vote. I vote for who's going to lead my government and I'm scared of the dark. That's, That's immature. Number 13. Books are better left unread if they're bad. (laughs) I... I'm still working on this. Every time I pick up a book, I must finish it. It does not matter if it is probably the worst thing I've ever read. And, you know, I pick up books from the op shop and they like literally don't even make sense. And I still read them. And I get nothing out of it. And I waste my time. And it makes me not like reading. And then I go weeks without reading a new book. And I'm going to stop doing that in the new year. At the moment, I'm reading a book I don't like. Yes. And I am going to finish it. But it's kind of more of a classic. I'm reading Little Women. Um, If you haven't read it, I wouldn't read it because it's obviously written for a younger audience. Like, it's a young adult book, for sure. But I didn't watch the show. I had no idea what it was about. So I've started it and I will finish it. Also, Maddie, if you're listening, I'm making my way through the books that you gave me or that I stole from you. (laughs) I read The Bell Jar. It was really good. If you guys haven't read The Bell Jar, it's super dark and twisted but I did enjoy it. Um, I think I rated it like a 7 out of 10. It's not amazing, but it's, yeah, it's it very interesting um, and very dark. So only read it if you're feeling strong. Number 14 is that I learnt this year how to make a podcast. That's something I'm super proud of. Obviously, it's sort of dropped off, but just the whole process of learning how to do it and um, just figuring it all out on my own was so fun and really re-inspired me and, you know, made me feel so happy and got me into like what I want to do with my career. And I'm just so happy that I just bit the bullet and went ahead with it. And it's been such a fun experience. Um, so yeah, if you have any hobbies that you, you know, scared of trying, mine's, well, I'm not scared of trying, but it's a little bit impractical or hard to reach, is um, playing the drums. But I will find a drum set one day. <laughs> and that that's mine. Whatever yours is, go out and get it. Um, 
Okay, number 15. Not wanting to meditate doesn't make you a bad person. This one's great. I was, like I said before, I had really bad anxiety at the start of the year and I would try to meditate because everyone said, you know, it's life-changing but my brain and body just doesn't work in that way. I don't find peace in being still. I don't, like, enjoy it. And I also find that it heightens, like, my anxiety, just sitting there in my thoughts, you know? So there's all different kinds of ways to meditate. Going on a run is great meditation. Going on a walk, hanging out with friends is even feels kind of like a form of meditation. That could be a push, but just taking your mind off things and being with them watching a movie like there's so many different ways to do it I used to feel so like I guess stupid for not meditating well I was like how do I do this everyone else seems to find it so easy I hate it that's my lesson that I learned that meditation is not the be all and end all of being a higher version of yourself there's different forms okay number 16 See Paradiso isn't as good as you think it is. Uh, this one's a bit of a roast. I hope that Kyle, the security guard, is not listening to this. But when I went on my birthday, guys, I thought that, you know, I'd made a bit of a name for myself and that it would be pretty exciting to celebrate my birthday with these beautiful bartenders that, you know, I know and love so much. But that was not the case. I was shunned off the stage. And my favorite security guard, Tim, has left. He's moved to Brisbane. It just didn't feel the same. And now that I'm 21, I think I'm going to close the door and see Paradiso. And I need to find a new place. If you guys have a place that you love to go in Perth, please let me know. Um, I want to find a new place because I can't be going there again. I can't. It's, it's actually, yeah, it's not good. It's not a good look. And I'm older now. I'm an adult. I need to... You know, maybe I should go to some sort of wine bar or maybe, you know, a tapas place. Number 17. Oh, this one's sweet. Beautiful things don't fit one description. Isn't that nice? But it's true. I think definitely I've noticed a difference in me this year than other years where I can see something beautiful and not compare myself to it. You know, especially if you're on Instagram a lot and if you're on whatever, whatever platform, even just in the real world, you see someone beautiful. I had this really absurd thing, which I was talking to my friends about the other night. Um, If you were a YouTube kid who grew up watching, you know, beauty gurus and whatever, this one's, yeah, not going to be for everyone. But if you were one of those people, you'll understand that it was kind of this whole idea of like buy the products that I use, do the things that I do and like then you'll be like me and it was obviously so uh, planned out and like kind of performed that it wasn't a reflection of their real lives and I would go out and buy like all of these like lip balms and makeup products and la 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 and do all the things that these YouTubers or Instagram models would do And it was such an unhealthy cycle. And I was just thinking about how every single one of my friends I look at and think, my God, you know, you're not even my friends, just people on the street. You guys are so beautiful. And they'll look completely different. They'll look completely different. Be of different ages, sizes, hair colors, hair eye colors, you know. 
everything different and they're all equally as beautiful and I don't compare them at all so why should I compare myself to one idea of beauty it's just stupid that's my little takeaway for you number 18 (laughs) bit of a lighter one it actually only costs 10 bucks to fix your car keys I have gone this whole year with dead car keys that I have to like manually lock and unlock my car and it was really inconvenient I know first word problems I know it's not that big of a deal but it was super annoying super duper annoying and I was kind of freaking out I'd watch all these YouTube tutorials on how to snap open your keys and get the battery out and whatever and I couldn't do it and then Emmy and Hannah's dad just said why don't you just go to battery world and get it fixed and I said what seems too easy but I went and within 30 seconds I'd walked out with a brand new set of keys that work and function and that's all I'm trying to say this one has an underlying meaning of those things that you put off aren't actually that hard to do and you should probably just get up and do it you know I have a lot of those even recording this podcast today why did I put it off so long I don't know okay number 19 also a targeted one for whoever's out there that's been through the same experience as me Brazilians are the most painful thing second to childbirth and I'm saying that with full confidence never have I been through childbirth well I have but I was on the uh (laughs) not the receiving end I don't know (laughs) I don't know why I worded it like that Brazilians if you're gonna go and get a Brazilian like you're my hero I don't know how I was in so much pain if you don't know what a Brazilian is like that's probably better off you don't need to google it it's just skip this one it was the worst thing ever I was traumatized obviously it was great it's very effective it lasts a long time but like I don't think I could ever go through it again that's it that's all I have to say for number 19 second last one guys you know this might offend some people but Number 20, your parents are right about the tattoos. (laughs) I despise (laughs) two out of three of my tattoos. Like, I would do anything to just remove them, except for get removal because I couldn't go through that pain. My pain tolerance is, like, nothing. But please, like, if you're going to get a tattoo, don't plan it and get it on the same day. The two ones that I planned and got on the same day are so gross my snake is like the most bogan thing ever I want it off me it's gross the strawberry is just so unnecessary your parents are right don't rush it don't rush it and probably just wait for the right time like mine have already gone like all weird and thick and like green please that's another risky game dyeing your hair and getting tattoos but also you know devil's advocate we are in our rot era aren't we aren't we girls and boys all right number 21 i'm gonna leave you with a big inspirational quote written by me and probably a million others you can do anything you want with your life this is really true and it kind of goes under the same one as number five your family and friends will always be there You can actually do anything you want. Anything. It doesn't matter. If you want to 
you know go to uni get your career and live a life like that that's awesome that's amazing and you want to have a family young I don't know you don't want to have a family at all you don't want to like leave the house I don't know whatever you do with your life though is like a hundred percent hundred percent in your control you don't need to think about others you can and of course it's good to especially you know loved ones but why live for somebody else it's so stupid and ridiculous and especially in today's day and age there's really no need to be doing that anymore this world is rotting and we don't know how long we got left (laughs) no sorry that was that was probably too much um like I said I went and watched foe and it was a little bit too futuristic and now I think the world is doomed but guys that's 21 we went through 21 things aren't we good aren't we good I hope that you take something from this. You don't have to. Just thank you for being here. I didn't think I would find 21 things, but all 21 of those things are really, you know, really true of my past year. Um, It's been a very interesting year, and I think a lot of growth, if I do say so myself. Um, I think I've changed a lot. you know, a lot of me is the same, but there's a lot of things that are different and I like it. Change is good. But yeah, I go away on Tuesday. I don't know. I'm going to bring my mic. We'll see what happens. But I kind of want to elevate this podcast. And if I'm going to, you know, continue, I'll probably just completely rebrand it. I think I've already kind of grown out of what I made this podcast to be um, in the past six months. And I just want to um, make it I guess more professional if I was to continue with it and I don't know what my next move is so I'll keep you updated but if it is the last time thank you guys so much for supporting me and for tuning in um, I listened back on some of them and I just cringe like oh, some of the stories we told probably not appropriate and <laughs> a little bit disgusting but we had fun in the process didn't we um I hope you're all doing really well and I hope you really enjoy your summer or winter or wherever you're going and yeah I love ya and I think that's it okay I'm signing out bye everyone I'll talk to you soon